Hello and welcome to the download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and delayed by my vacation, it's Stu's Days on a Thursday. Stu, sorry to uh sorry my my uh my, my wife insisted that we uh we stay an extra couple of days in California. And whereas I, I might push back occasionally and I always lose, but I'd occasionally push back. An extra couple of days in California, I went. Nah, I think I'm okay. So, uh, so I, so I'm with you. So we, we, we missed Tuesday. So I apologize. Well, don't worry about it at all, Dave. And it, it gave me the opportunity to see your lovely uh, salmon blazer uh, that is built for California. Yes, I'm. Uh, is that pink or salmon? I don't know what color you. Uh, call my it, my but, my wife says salmon. Unfortunately, the uh, the listeners can't uh, see this uh, work of art, especially the way it uh, goes with my complexion. I, uh, I I look uh, I I do I look very California in uh, Mississauga Ontario, which is yep. not really no, you're, California. You're, you're nailing it. You're nailing it. <laughs> Excellent. So so me so so you you want to go to video soon, Stu? <laughs> well, I do have I, I've been told I have a great face for radio, so uh, I don't know about the video. You don't know about hurt, but... you don't know about the video, but hey, um, I was listening to the radio this morning, and uh, we were they, they were talking about a particular stock that had a, a bad earnings report, but the stock actually went up. And the analyst was explaining that uh, the, the, the stock is going up because the news wasn't as bad as it was feared to be. And my memory, pop, what pops into my memory is my good pal, Stu Kedwell, said that several months ago, that that would be the sign that things were starting to improve or, or that would set the, the table for an improvement in conditions. Obviously, we've seen a really powerful rally uh, in markets over the, the, the last uh, oh, two, three weeks. Uh, what's causing this? How does this all pull together? And, uh, and again, congratulations for proving why you're, why you're the smart guy on this podcast and I just ask the dumb questions. Yeah, well, I don't know about that, Dave, but uh, let, me, let me give it a shot here. Um, Okay, so you know we've always talked about like the valuation of a stock is a two-legged stool, right? There's the multiple that you pay and the earnings that are present today and will come in the future. So the multiple is always heavily linked to interest rates and interest rates are often linked very closely to inflation. So through the, the summer, we had, you know, some or early in the summer, we had some very high levels of inflation, which we felt were near peak and that they would come down. And there's been a fair amount of evidence through the summer that the rate of change uh, of pricing was starting to, to taper off. So, you know, that was, that was causing a rally in the bond market, which is then supportive of the valuation leg of the stool. So it allowed us to then kind of shift our focus entirely to earnings. This week, we got more positive news on the inflation front. So, um, you know, it kind of goes back to the earnings front. And I just, before I finish, so I want to say like the, the reason, even though inflation is high and coming down, the reason that that is a positive is because people have the same, just like we're going to talk about on the expectations of earnings, they have expectations about how much monetary tightening central banks will have to administer to get inflation down. And if you think it's going to be a lot, and then it's going to be slightly less, perhaps. That's a positive. That's it's <laughs> yeah. like there's still going to be tightening, but there's going to be less than maybe people thought. So through the summer, we've had you know some uh, news flow, some evidence that 
that the earn that the valuation side of the equation, um, you know, that we don't have to have as much concern about kind of crushing uh, valuation, which allows the market to really focus on earnings. And um, you know, like there's there's kind of cycles for any business. There's there's good and getting better. There's great but not getting better. There's great and getting worse bad and getting worse and bad and getting better. And, um, you know, if you're okay with valuation and you can buy a bad, not getting worse or bad and getting better, that's normally a pretty good time to own a stock, Hmm. right? Because the earnings will improve. The valuation doesn't need to compress. So I've got, you know, I'm going to capture that, that earnings growth. And, um, so what we've seen in a variety of stocks is this notion that, you know, earnings in and of themselves were not bad, but, you know, maybe not as bad as people had feared. And um, that's provided a bit of a reprieve uh, for the stock market. And, um, you know, we'll we'll see if that persists. Like, I think I think on the on the on the positive side, uh, you know, this notion of, of perhaps slightly less a monetary tightening, you know, is is favorable for long term investors. Um, on the earnings side, you know, the, the only thing we have to kind of be wary there of is that although we had positive reaction to stock prices, which is good, the reaction in some cases was quite, quite strong. And where we sit today, companies, um, you know, this monetary tightening that's in the pipeline, we know that it works with a lagged effect. Yeah. So we raise interest rates. It doesn't impact things that day, right? Like I don't go home that night and say no dinner. Uh, you know, I, I say, well, you know, we had it planned, so we're just going to do it. It takes a while to kind of adjust that behavior. So as we get into the fall, uh, you know, we'll have to see, you know, the exact impact of that, um, of that uh, monetary tightening. And when we sit here today, so, you know, we were probably 3,600 on the low on the S&P or in that neighborhood. Today, we're sitting at 4,250. And, you know, while we've had improvement on the valuation side or on the inflation side. We've had improvement on the outlook of earnings. The governor for that is always price. So if we had the first two things and we still sat at 3,600, then you could say, well, boy, this is a really good setup. But we have rallied, uh, you know, that call it uh, 15% or so off the bottom. So we just have to, you know, kind of recalibrate. And, um, you know, if I sat here at at whatever it is, 4,200 or 4,300 on the S&P. And I said, okay, uh, with inflation where it's at, where interest rates are at, you know, maybe maybe a multiple of 16 to 18 times, it it suggests that, you know, we need to have a fairly, you know, soft landing and, and actually a reacceleration of earnings into 2023, 2024, um, that, you know, is going to be fairly healthy. So, that's the that's the dynamic that any money manager um, uh, you know is always trying to to go through. So um, you know you have the the macro conditions which are are maybe less bad. That's been helpful to stock prices. Today we have to then look at stock prices and say, well, where do they sit relative to what's likely to come now? And um, you know, three months from now, we'll just have a better view on on the ultimate impact of some of the tightening we've seen. So. That's uh, you know, that's kind of how we're thinking about it. We're going through uh, stock by stock. It's not, you know, some stocks, uh, you know, you have more comfort saying at this valuation, maybe we've seen the worst of earnings. You know, I think the one thing 
that sticks out a little bit to us is some of the big growth stocks, which have really snapped back uh, quite significantly yeah. in the last month. And um, when we look at those forecasts, you know, these were businesses maybe where, you know, people felt that they were going to grow at 25 or 30 percent for a very long period of time. And this year they're growing at, you know, still a very healthy level, but maybe 18 to 20 percent instead of that 30. Right. Like something was pulled forward. They've had to slow down. When you look at the forecasts, the consensus forecasts around many of those names for next year, they almost all show a reacceleration, okay. which is that's a little bit worrying because, uh, you know, there's percentage growth and then there's absolute dollars. Yes. Right. So uh, if I was a, a company with, uh, you know, $5 billion of revenue and I was supposed to grow at 30%, so the five and a half was going to be, or the five was going to go to six and a half and so forth. And that five went to maybe 5.8. Yes. Right. So it's still an extra $800 million of revenue. Like it's, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's not bad, but it's, it's not what it was. So people have recalibrated that this year is going to be slower but then they've put higher growth back into next year. So when you look at it on a dollar basis, you look at some of these businesses and you say, you know, boy, like, so they're going to grow by 800 million bucks next year or this year. And next year needs to be like a billion and a half yeah. to get to that percentage growth reacceleration. And you're like, that's twice as much dollars of growth that's required. So, um, so we're still, we're being a little bit uh, careful on, on some of those big growth stocks and, and they've, had the biggest bounces um, and and they often do off the bottom. Like when you go back to, you know, past the bottoming periods, uh, normally what happens is what led the market before bounces significantly and yes. then goes dormant for a, a very long period of time. So, uh, you know, that's probably the only uh, kind of unique uh, insight that we have uh, kind of sectorally within the market. So, so, so for investors looking at their statements uh, and, and or or individual holdings that they have, nice little bounce here in the summer. You know, puts a little little uh, uh, bounce in your step, so to speak, as your portfolios you know come back a little bit off off this correction. But too early to get really really excited about this, and and still you want to exercise a little bit of caution in terms of the the, the way you approach markets. Uh, as as this continues to play out, because as you say, we're not really, really sure just exactly how much of an impact all this tightening and what is clearly a slowing economy, whether it's in a recession or not, it's a slowing economy has on the potential for those profits to bounce back and for that growth to reaccelerate in the near term. Yeah, like I think that's I think that's the case. Like I and, I, you know, I would I would harbinger that between, you know, kind of a shorter term focus versus a longer term focus. Um and then, you know, some people call me like dollar cost average boy, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just such a huge fan uh, of dollar cost averaging when we're working through these types of environments, because, uh, you know, you're putting some money to work when it was 3,600, you still put a little bit of money to work when it's 4,200 from here. Uh, you know, I think, you know, there is, you know, there is this kind of short term setup for a little bit more chop, uh, around this, uh, scenario, um, and, you know, just kind of feeding money into, uh, you know, that over time is, is a great way for long-term investors to, to, to deal with these types of situations. Um, but uh, yeah, I think generally speaking, like, you know, if we were sitting here at the end of 
the October uh, period of time, we'd had another round of earnings, another round of commentary from management about, you know, some of what they're seeing uh, and how they're dealing with it gives us, you know, give a bit more confidence about how earnings might look, uh, you know, 12 months forward. You know, that's something that's very fundamental. Um, and, uh, and uh, you know, that would, that's a, a pretty reasonable approach in our minds. But that's, that's very market-wide. We're still finding, uh, you know, some specific stocks that, uh, uh, you know, still look quite interesting. Well, I, I and and Stu, I did not know that you were referred to as dollar cost average boy until I uh, was driving around Los Angeles and there's all kinds of billboards with your face <laughs> on it. Dollar cost average boy. It's a the exciting blockbuster, I think, of the uh, of the uh, September October movie release season. So that should help uh, yeah. movie theater revenues. I, well, Marvel will probably pick it up because they've been struggling and and um, you know DCB has some really unique strengths. <laughs> Dollar cost average boy coming to a theater near you. Stu's days coming to a podcast, wherever you download your podcasts every week. Stu, uh, lots of great stuff there. Uh, I, I, I really hope uh, the, the listeners, in all seriousness, uh, g- give this a, a, a really careful listen because it really is that that ebb and flow. And, and you're, 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 you're just in one of those points where it's really interesting to watch how this going is going to play out, and you you really gave the the roadmap for the different directions we could take here. So I uh, I I really like what you had to say today. Great, thanks very much, Dave. This recording has been provided by RBC Global Asset Management Inc. for informational purposes only, and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. You should consult your own legal, accounting, tax, investment, or financial planning advisors before engaging in any transactions.